Let's go on a training run. This is not gonna be your usual easy day run and we're not going to the track to run hard, fast intervals. We're going on a tempo run. A tempo is a sustained pace for a period of time that is harder than easy, but not too hard. Now that's not very scientific of course, but actually this definition just might be the best one. You're running hard, but not too hard for a specific amount of time with the goal of increasing the amount of time you can run at that pace. Except that's not typically the goal of the tempo. Do we really care about how long we can run at a medium effort pace? If you're a marathoner, tempo pace is far too fast. If you're a 5K and shorter distance runner, that's far too slow. Why are we training to run at this middle zone, this medium effort pace? To find out the answer, we're gonna have to go all the way to Norway. Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. Today, I'm going to explore the tempo run and simplify threshold training. You'll learn the common myths and errors people make when talking about tempos, how to know when you are in what zone and why, and why running too fast, even just a little, can cause you to completely miss the point. And what does Norway have to do with all of this? I'll explain that too. Don't forget to listen all the way to the end of the episode for another Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Before I get into the details, I wanna take a moment to highlight my PR team. The PR team is a small group of runners just like you who are working with me and each other to stay consistent, stay accountable, and work towards becoming better runners every day. Not to mention, it's really fun. I'll talk more about the team later on in the episode, but if you are ready to learn more right now, head to theplantedrunner.com group. There are three main phases of intensity when it comes to running that all play a key role in determining what adaptations and benefits you're getting on the run. Let's get super simple here and call them low, medium, and high intensity. Those are the zones you do all your running in. In between those zones are invisible lines or thresholds. When you cross one of those lines, you've crossed a threshold into the next zone. So let's go on our run. Not too easy and not too hard, but somewhere in the middle called a tempo or a threshold run. 
At the beginning of your run, you're in the low intensity zone because you've just started. There's plenty of oxygen to make the chemical reactions which make energy to move your muscles. This is the aerobic zone, which means with oxygen. Your aerobic system is the main energy system used in long distance running, so you'll want to develop it well to get better at endurance running. As you run longer and or faster, you will come to a point where there won't be enough oxygen to power the metabolic process of creating energy. The run will start to feel more challenging. This means you are coming up to the first threshold, which is called the aerobic threshold. This is the point where your anaerobic energy system starts to contribute a bit more to your total energy production. Aerobic energy production is still very dominant, but the more metabolically expensive anaerobic system has to kick into gear. This is also when lactate starts to dramatically rise. Before we go any further on our run, let's get just a little bit into the science of lactate and clear up some confusion. Lactic acid and lactate are sometimes used interchangeably, which is incorrect. Our bodies produce lactate. Lactic acid is the joining of lactate with a hydrogen ion. Lactate is not a toxin, a poison, or a waste product. It's actually a key source of energy during exercise. Its production is an indicator of fatigue, and you'll certainly slow down if you produce it too quickly, but it is not the main cause. There's actually some fascinating new research that shows that lactate helps brain function during exercise and helps increase mitochondria in our muscles, which are the main powerhouses of creating energy. Once produced, lactate gets recycled back into our system to provide energy for our muscles through a process called the Cori cycle. Now let's get back to our run. We've crossed the aerobic threshold and we're now in the middle zone. For most runners, this is around marathon pace, but that's gonna be different for everyone. Let's not focus on pace here. Some say this is about the pace that you could conceivably run for three hours or so, but again, that's gonna be very different for each runner. Once we start running faster and reach our tempo pace, things start to really heat up. And this is where the Norwegian magic starts to happen. I'll go over that in just a minute. I wanna tell you about a unique opportunity for you to get stronger, faster, and stay motivated to hit all your running and nutrition goals this year, and that is to join the PR team. I started it last fall, and I have to tell you, it's even better than I imagined. Each member of the team gets a custom training plan made by me for you based on your unique fitness, goals, and lifestyle. Everything you need to crush your running dreams is included, such as strength training, recovery, and even cross-training if you want it. I include weekly mental strength training as well as tips and nutrition guides. But here's where it gets really cool. The group has its own page in the app where we share workouts, ask training questions, and get feedback from me and the other teammates. And each week I create an exclusive private podcast just for the team based on the questions I get and what I see in their training each week. 
and I usually end up sharing behind the scenes and exclusive sneak peeks with the team that I don't share anywhere else. So instead of joining a Facebook group or sitting through another Zoom call, you get to listen to tailored advice on the run and you don't have to do all of this alone. So if you are ready to take your running to the next level and join an amazing team of runners, head to theplantedrunner.com group and join us today. It's more affordable than you think, and I can't wait to have you. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see, they've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flojo. Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. Your tempo pace is roughly the highest pace that you can run for 40 to 60 minutes. For some people, that's 5K race pace. For others, it's 10K pace. And for elite male runners, that's half marathon pace. But... Your body doesn't understand pace. It only knows that demand for energy is starting to rise faster than it can efficiently produce it. During your tempo run, lactate is rising in your bloodstream. Your demand for oxygen is increasing, so you start to breathe harder. Soon, the lactate recycling process gets overwhelmed, the aerobic system starts to get overloaded, and the anaerobic system begins to dominate. You've just crossed the lactate or anaerobic threshold. All running after this point will become high intensity regardless of pace and your run will very quickly come to an end. Let me pause again and clear up some confusion. The lactate threshold and the anaerobic threshold are the exact same thing. It is the point where lactate builds up higher than it can be used for energy and where your anaerobic system dominates. A lactate threshold tempo run, therefore, is actually before you cross the threshold. Now, I know you want me to tell you exactly how to know what these paces are so you can run your next tempo right up to the line without ever crossing it. I've told you we can't use race pace and the guidelines for time and distance are also pretty vague. But there is a way to get it perfectly accurate. I'm just not sure that you're gonna like it. And this is where we finally get to Norway. Jakob Ingebrigtsen is one of the most talented middle to long distance runners ever to walk the planet. At only 22 years old, he holds world records and Olympic records in the 1500 meters, and his training curiously includes lots of lactate threshold training. In fact, he rarely trains at race pace. This is because he knows that running fast has limited use in training because you can't do it for very long or very often. What he trains for is to push his lactate threshold farther and farther back so he can use all that lactate for fuel. And to precisely pinpoint these lactate levels, he runs on a treadmill while getting his blood drawn and analyzed. 
Not something most runners are going to be doing anytime soon. For the rest of us, understanding thresholds is incredibly helpful if you want to improve your running. You want to make all of these metabolic processes happen as efficiently as possible so you don't lose speed, but rather gain an important energy resource. In other words, your goal is not to run as fast as possible to get faster. Your goal is to move your thresholds further and further away. If you run too fast in your tempo, you will build up more lactate than you can recycle into energy, and you will not train your body to get better at it. Your system will be flooded and you'll slow down. If you run too slow, you won't build up enough lactate to challenge this process. You might feel like you've had a good run, but you're not making significant improvements to your lactate threshold. If you get it just right, you're just on the line of too much and not enough, and that is how you improve. Now, to be clear, the energy you gain from lactate comes at a high metabolic cost, so you can't simply run fast forever. But eventually, you'll be able to run faster no matter what your race distance. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. Today's topic is own your accountability. When we find a running buddy, hire a coach, or join a running team, often the reason we say we're doing this is to create accountability. We want others to hold us accountable for the things that we say that we are gonna do. If we don't show up, they're gonna notice, and that can be enough to motivate us to run when we'd rather stay in bed. But ultimately, this is false hope. You are the only person that you are accountable to when it comes to your fitness. The running coach, buddy, or team can help support you, but they'll also be supportive if you tell them that you wanna quit. So cultivate your own accountability, like the adult that you are. Own your fitness, own your running, and then you'll be the accountability partner others can depend on. Thank you for listening or watching The Planted Runner. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book for leaving an Apple podcast review. So be sure to write yours right after your run today. Reviews are the number one way to boost this show's reach. And it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next because I read every single one. Have a great run today. Women's Running Stories, where we explore the intersection between running and life. Because every woman who is committed to a running journey has a story to tell, and this is where you'll find those stories. I am host and producer Sheree Louise Turner. I'm a 53-year-old runner, and together with original music by musician and runner Cormac O'Regan, we bring these inspirational stories to life. Please join us to fuel your adventures.